Hey yo, what's going on? It's Flubberdash, the host of the Trainer Lounge, a Pokemon podcast. Welcome to the podcast where we talk all things Pokemon, from the Pokemon anime, the Pokemon main series games, the TCG, Pokemon trivia, all of the news that's happened in the week, and some controversial topics. We hope you enjoy the episode, and uh, have a great day. Peace! Yo, what's going on? Welcome back to episode 56 of the Trainer Lounge. It's been uh, it's been two weeks, man. It's been hectic over here in the UK. Um, I've had two funerals. Going to have a third on the uh, Monday. Rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. Um, bit of a mad one, but uh, a quality monarch throughout the years, to be fair. Boys, we are, I'm not joined today just by Wansey. Thankfully, Wansey's now back. And I'm also joined by an ex-guest of ours, Mr. Chad January 30. But Wansey, first, sir, how are you? Hello, it is me. How are you? I am under the water. <laughs> I'm catching fish. It is too much raining. Help. What the fuck, sir? <laughs> what have you been up to, Wansey, these past two weeks? Why have you not made the trainer lounge priority? Do you want to give us an update? Uh, because I got into some drama with Flobberdosh because I slept with his uh, little sister and we ended up having a scrap outside Tesco's. He, uh, he shat on my face, so I decided, you know what, I'm not going to do a podcast with this guy. So I went to the Himalayas, did some, uh, some meditation on the top of a mountain, spoke to the god of a Buddhist spirit who told me, Wansey. You need to forgive, forget, and move on. So I went up to Gaz, punched him in the face, and said, let me back on the podcast. And he was like, yeah, all right then. So here we are. Yeah, seeming as he did just make the admission about my little sister, I must return the favour and make an admission about his mother. Now, um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's good to have Wansey back, man. It's been a weird two weeks. Um, obviously, I had Pokey Jacks on, just me and Pokey Jacks. Bit of a bit of a random one, because we've never spoke. So, you know, it's kind of hard, but I feel like we both did all right. But speaking about chemistry and having people on who I do know, um, I'd like to welcome back on Mr. Chad J.I. 30. And this is where me and Wanzi do a little... Yeah, what a mad lad. <laughs> that, um, that Buddhist guy that you spoke to on top of a mountain, <laughs> was it red? Uh, no, it's blue. Oh, no, nah, Red don't speak. Red, red just says dots. Like, yeah, he just speaks the ones with dots. Just appeared to me and said nothing. <laughs> just threw a Pikachu at you and left. A little 91 Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> how are we both? How are we both? Um, I mean, apart, like, obviously, I've had two funerals literally the day after each other. So mm-hmm. that was a stress. Um, but, yeah, you know, a circle of life, as Mufasa would say. Uh, I'm all right, man. I'm, I'm all right. It, it's getting very close to uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and, and towards Christmas, which is, you know, a nice time of the year. Pumpkin spice lattes, you know, uh, longer nights, wrapping up warm. It, it, it's a nice... I, I prefer this season. Autumn and winter are my seasons. Halloween, too. Let's not forget that. Wow, um, Halloween. Halloween's the one. Absolutely. So I'm having fun. Once, what about you? you? You can answer the. I won't answer for you. I am, uh, you know, I'm not your owner. Thank <laughs> you. Just like, yeah, Wansey's good. Let's move on. <laughs> Daddy says I can't talk today. <laughs> <laughs> now, apart from the whole Buddhist monk story, I've had a hell of a time recently. Um, I've said a couple of times on the podcast, I'm moving house soon. Uh, and the packing and stuff for that has been absolutely mental. I went to Peterborough last weekend for the Land Rover Owners Festival, which, spoiler alert, 
I don't think I'll be going again. Uh, for starters, I don't drive. So <laughs> I don't think it's uh, it was a good place for me to be going. But yeah, the missus wanted to go. So I figured, you know, I'll go with her. Um, yeah, that, I had no signal around there. And work has been very, very stressful as usual. We have a massive event coming up and the company have decided, hey, we've got this big event. I think now's a good time to fire a bunch of people, don't you? <sighs> wow. Speaking of massive events, Flobberdash has returned to streaming. Yes, he has. What a segue. Mr. Flobberdash, <laughs> how have you found your return to Twitch? Um, I, I mean, we've turned the Chad J.I. situation straight into me, but I'll take it. I, I, I like yeah. you taking you know, the spotlight. Um, now, uh, you know what it was? Obviously, again, not, not, to, not to drag it on, but with the situation, like with my family and everything that's gone on, it was just hard to come back to streaming because I just didn't know where I was, at, you know, in the world, in my living situation. I still don't know my living situation, but we'll probably find that out tomorrow. Um, it's been good, though. It's been a good distraction. I've actually enjoyed talking to people again. I've, I've you know, I've got my passion back for it. I'm just enjoying it, really, mate, you know. It's, um, I'm, I'm trying to further myself while furthering other people. You know? Furthering other people? What do you mean by that? So... I feel like if I return back to streaming and I can build myself up, that gives me an opportunity to be able to get other people involved, you know, do collabs, get other people's names out there, just stuff like that. Like, that's what inspired me to do the whole podcast with Pokejacks because it was just like, you know what? I know, I know obviously more people know Pokejacks than us, but if I can collab with different people, we can, you know, it's just mixing the community together, the good parts of the community together. Um, yeah, and just trying to further everyone who I care about up the ladder with me. I mean, everyone's pretty much already further up the ladder than me, but uh, it's all right. I'll surpass everyone. Don't worry. I'm, I'm climbing <laughs> up. I'm climbing. No, no. Um, yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's, it's been fun. It's been fun. But Chad, I'm not, the only one. I'm not the only one that's returned to streaming because you've been returned to streaming for quite a while now, right? Yeah. So um, I was, when, when was I on last? New Year? Yeah, well, yeah, we recorded yeah, on the twenty eighth. Yeah, we recorded on the twenty eighth. Yeah, it come out on New Year's. Yeah, and about two weeks later, I took a massive like seven hiatus <laughs> from streaming, so that went well. Yeah, it was like, what, what's your goals for the future? Like, well, I'm just looking to further, you know. And then literally two days later, it's like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> we killed your career. Like, I just stopped streaming. I just disappeared off the face of the earth for seven months. Is that how bad being on the train lounge is? You, you just need <laughs> seven months break. That's it. You will never see. You, you won't see me again now until next year. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. After this, you just disappear. Yeah, we've, yeah. we've just killed Pokejacks as well. <laughs> That's why yeah, you're yeah. funnier. To like, you have less competition then. <laughs> has, anyone, has anyone seen Alex recently? Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Iron Mac. We love Iron Mac. We podcast. did love Iron Mac until we killed him. Yeah. I'm, well, listen, I'm not admitting that guilt because when it goes to court, you're the one that said we killed him. I didn't. I, I, I didn't. Um, but then again, you know someone who's a liar. <laughs> so maybe, <laughs> maybe, ma maybe you're fine. Even What's if, you know, even though, the, uh, oh, go on, go on. In the shiny triple threat race last year. Wait, say that again? You did kill him. In the shiny triple threat race last year. Yeah, I didn't kill just him though, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Chad still hasn't like, forgot about that. It's been nine months and I'm still not over that chancey. 
What other chances? What other chances of it escaping? Um, yeah. You need to get fucking. Yeah, you need to get. Yeah, you'll reclaim on that, my guy. When we do the next triple threat for our shiny mania, which which again still needs an official reveal, but we'll do it. We'll do it, man. It's it's coming up. It's coming up. I can just get my artist girlfriend to whip up some some stuff for us, and that'd be dope. But as I've said. You return back to streaming. Um, how are you finding it yourself? I said I, I'm I'm happy I'm back now. How how are you finding it? Yeah, definitely happy to be back. I'm quite lucky in the fact that my community is more or less still there. Like there's you, there's your wonderful girlfriend, there's Iron Mac, there's Cam. They're they're the main ones. Baz, like I could go on and on, but like these are the people that were there when I stopped and they're there now I've come back. So it's just crazy. But it's it's been so much easier to come back because you guys have made it so easy. Yeah, no, that, that, I mean that's awesome. And again, like I'll be honest, I was surprised too that all the community that all the community and not mm. specifically because of you. It's mm. just it's not a usual thing to see, right? Normally after so long people just leave the Discord and you know it's um and it's it was a like nine thing. months. So it was a long time as well. Yeah, it was it was quite a while, man. It was quite a while, but most of the people that you know we spoke to mainly are still there now. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much everyone. I, I'm trying to think of the, the certain people I don't necessarily talk to that I don't yeah. think are there, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's your community has always been very loyal. And but the, again, without your community, I would never have got affiliate in in like what the three weeks that I got affiliate. So the thing, the other thing, I think it was either your stream or Alex's stream. I can't remember. But one of you said to the chat, they were all about joining a Discord, and you were like, to be honest, Chad's Discord's the place to be. And it's like, I don't see it as my Discord. I see it as ours, like the King's Guard, me, you, Alex, and Sophie. I see it as ours, because we're all, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where everyone comes. It's like the, the hub, the base, that's where it is sort of thing. And it's not just mine, it's ours. Yeah, and to be honest, I hope that if more people join yours, you'll do more bingo months because that's kind of my favourite thing. But speaking of which, so yeah, you're back. You know, you're back streaming. That's all dope and everything. Um, and you've also started again with the bingo. And we're, uh, what what bingo are you doing this month? So uh, some people weren't fussed that I was back. They just wanted the bingo back, didn't they? <laughs> Hashtag triple B, bring back bingo. Honestly, for the first month and a half of me returning to stream, it was, okay, good, but when are you bringing bingo back? Okay, but when's Bingo coming back? That was it. That was all I had. Um, so I thought I'd bring it back and I'd do something a little bit different. So we're doing duos at Bingo this month. And um, the team of Flobadosh and his wonderful girlfriend have almost finished already in, what, 15 days? They've absolutely smashed it. And you've got to admit, it's not an easy board either, but you're, you're smashing it. It's, it's not. Like some of them, for example, ones, I'll give you an idea. So one of the challenges is me and so both have to get a legendary of the respective boxer of that gen. So, for example, Lu Yehoho, right, or Kyoga Groudon. Me and Soph decided to go for Kyoga Groudon and we both got the shiny each. I got Groudon, she got Kyoga. Um, another one is Underground Shiny. Um, you know, I managed to find one in the Underground, which, again, is not easy odds. It's like thousand for five minutes if you get all the diglets so yeah there are there are some hard runs but i have i have had extreme i can't just say oh skill you know oh yeah i saw you uh i popped into one of your streams the other day and you managed to get that shot oh yeah the, the torture god mr onesie guys like listen to this for anyone listening right now i have got two shiny torchics on stream 
both of them onesie have been in chat when it's happened. So, like, I'm going to start bribing him just to come to stream more often, just so I get shiny. I'm I not cheap, mate. I am very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it only works for chick as well, though. Mate, oh, yeah. it, it, I know, yeah, because I was saying that was the first. So I put Torchic as the hunt, and mm -hmm. Sophie's like, uh, yeah, but babe, if you get Torchic, you can't claim it. You, you, you know, you're going to have to choose whether to claim it as underground or starter. I was like, oh, fair enough, I'll just get whatever. And it turned out to be the Torchic of all things. Crazy. One of them was all three starters or species of starters from, a, from the same region. And you hatched Mudkip, is that right? Yeah. Sophie got. Uh, grow violin DAs. Yeah, and I got the torchic in the underground, but I claimed it as the underground and not the third part of the star, yeah. right? Yeah, which was the best thing to do. So then you could get off BDSP as quick as possible. Yeah, because nobody likes that game. Um, I feel like, <laughs> like I saw a tweet the other day, and ones you'll 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 laugh at this, right? So the tweet was like, isn't it funny how BDSP was so hype, but now everyone hates it? And I'm sitting there thinking, me and Onesie were saying from day one, the moment it really, it, it got revealed on Pokemon Day in the trailer, and they said a one-to-one -one favor remake, me and Onesie ran with the fact that it was going to be trash. Mm -hmm. Like, people can go back and listen to the old episodes. Me and Onesie were saying, this is probably going to be a letdown of a game. Arguably one of the worst Pokemon games ever made. I'm pretty sure and, that that phrase, one of the probably going to be one of the worst Pokemon games ever made, was literally said on the podcast. Like yeah. we both yeah. knew, we singled out that if this is going to be a one to one remake, like it's going to be absolute garbage. And lo and behold, everyone thinks BDSP is probably the worst Pokemon game ever made. So, you know, like I, I, I'm not going to say that we, you know, we have the best opinions here on the Trainer Lounge, as you'll find out later. But, you know, we, we have some spicy takes. We, we have some spicy takes, but the things that we have said about the Pokemon games, we said, A, that there will be no Gen 5 plus Pokemon in BDSP. It will just be the first Gen 4 uh, Pokemon. Some people were like, they wouldn't do that because Auras had all the Pokemon. I'm like, bro, that it's not going to have any more Pokemon and no one listened to us. And then it come out and then it was a massive backlash. And we're sitting there laughing with that. Uh, theoretical cigar smiling because we just knew it was going to happen. Um, but yeah, and and I, I also said Legends Arceus would be a really uh, quite a big success, although it didn't sell more than BDSP, which is hilarious to think about. There's two versions <laughs> of BDSP, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you've got two different copies, and people buy both. Yeah, some yeah. people buy the game four times. What? Yeah, yeah, wait. Oh, so, wasn't that you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. So, oh. Sinnoh was like my game, and I was adamant that BDSP was going to be a good game. <laughs> copies. I also Sorry. gave away a copy as part of a giveaway. Oh, don't no no don't 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 count giveaways. That's fine. Giveaways are fine. That that's you okay. being there. I then bought some on it as a Christmas present, which oh, that's a shame. I, they probably think I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You, you did a giveaway of a game that actively made someone's life worse, and then you gifted yeah. that same game to someone else. Oh, oh, oh my dude, you, you're just like the Grinch, aren't you? Pretty much. Instead of coal, you get BDSP. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> I was adamant that BDSP was a good game for so long as well. Even after it came out and it was trash, I was like, Nah, it's a good game. It's a good game. And right. then I realised it's really not. I, re I remember when it all came out, like you, um, like a few other people, all doing like radar hunts and everything uh -huh. else. 
I was on Let's Go getting the counter decks, and people are like, are you not playing BDSP? I'm like, no, I, I will not play that game. Obviously, I've got a few shinies on it, like, you know, Dialga and uh, the god of all Pokemon Arceus. Um, but, like, I was just like... As well? Yeah, I got Regirock in, like, 77 encounters. And I was just like, nah, I'm not playing it. I don't like it. I, I just don't want to do it. And then, literally, two months after, everyone else come off it. There was, like, nah, I mean, two months after, Legends Arceus come out, so fair enough. But, yeah. you, you know... Um, Weird, very, very weird take. Sorry, went on a little bit of a tangent there, but yeah, fuck, fuck BDSB, man. Um, hopefully, we'll have a, a fair opinion on Scarlet and Violet, but we can talk about that um, a little bit later. So, before we wrap up the whole, you know, the welcome back, Chad JI, um, what, what have you got planned for the future, Chad? Like, and before that, when you came on in New Year's, you mentioned you were going to try and do a Giotto Pokemon deck. How's that coming along? <laughs> so, uh a new year, one of my goals by the end of this year was to get a full shiny Joto Living Dex. I then disappeared off the face of the earth for seven months. <laughs> <laughs> As you can imagine, it's going very well. Um, recently, though, to be fair, in the past six weeks, I have had quite a few, and I'm currently yeah, you got a lot. Four, sixty-four so total. I'm going for ninety-nine. So we're going to do Salaby last. I'm on sixty-four. We're midway through September, so I've got, what, three and a half months? So it's doable, but it's going to be close if I do it. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I mean, you know, again, life happens, you know, sometimes a life just takes precedent over most things, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Um, same with me in the Kanto deck, you know, I've not finished it. I mean, my mind's a little more challenging, 150. No, I'm joking, yeah. I'm joking, I'm joking. Kanto's <laughs> actually... If I'm honest, Kanto's a lot easier to do because of Let's Go than Johto is. So if I'm being truly honest, your one's a lot harder than what mine is. Um, That's why I'm waiting for Scarlet and Violet because there's some Pokemon like Pineco. There's no good way to hunt Pineco. Like, if I want to do it on the Switch, the only way of doing it is BDSP. Spinarak, the only way of doing it is BDSP. Um, Houndor, the only way of doing it is BDSP. There's so many... You Gen two Pokemon. I reckon if that you do it on the Switch are only that. I reckon that was Game Freak's plan. Yeah, that has got to be in their plan. You know, get the shiny hunters on BDSP. They're the only people that are going to still want to play it. Pretty much. And I've had to use BDSP for. I got Natu and Zatu both from Radar. Um, I think I got Swinub, the whole Lavatar line, Marie line. So I, there is quite a few on there that Radar has helped for, but it's still BDSP. <laughs> Whereas I think Pineco has been confirmed for Scarlet and Violet, so I hope there's a good shiny hunting method there that'll actually help me get it. Yeah, well, yeah, we're going to be talking about um, shiny methods in Scarlet and Violet that have actually been confirmed. Um, but again, we'll, we'll go over that in, in the leaked coverage and whatnot. But like the, the tragic thing about BDSP is there's modders who are making the game phenomenal. They're making, they're fixing things that little tweaky little things like being able to turn off the XP share. Um, every time you get an egg, you can choose what box to put it in. You know, th there's a lot of there's a lot of um, what quality of life fixes that people are doing, and it's a genuinely good game with these quality of life add-ons. But Game Freak or Ilka, I suppose, just did not want to do it, and I didn't want BDSP to fail. I, mm. I loved, you know, I think Platinum is top five. I, I mean, ones you like Platinum, right? Yeah, Platinum was really good. And I just thought that if you're going to remake Sinnoh, you have to include some Platinum elements. And they just didn't do that. They just 
decided to remake Diamond and Pearl one to one, but with some new fancy graphics that were already a decision. Like not everyone liked the graphics, so there mm-hmm. was not really any point in making them. They were just a remake that didn't need to be made. Yeah, really. But- and the quality of life things that Fob was saying, like my thing with when it comes to Masuda, obviously the eggs go into the first space in the PC, which I think is stupid because in in like um, Sword and Shield, it goes into the, the most recent box you were using. Yeah. And um, the other thing, if I try and highlight a whole box on Sword and Shield, I can click the first Pokemon in the top left, go up and go left, and it selects the whole box. Whereas here, I have to go across all the way to the end and then down all the way to the bottom and it's so slow to move across as well. It's just not user friendly at all. I hate it. It's 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 mate. It's like it's like getting having your very first bacon sandwich, right? You eat it. Okay. Oh, oh, this is lovely. This is lovely, right? And then afterwards, you have your first egg and bacon sandwich. You think, oh, that that's that's really good. A few a few years down the line, you have another one, and then they give you a bacon sandwich again. You're like, well, hold on, where's the egg? Oh no, but you used to have bacon. But well, no. Now that I've had bacon and egg, I want that. So now that I've had platinum, put fucking platinum. All of the things that made Gen Four great was platinum. Why are yeah. oh, fuck it is what it is. Um, it's just it's a shame. Before just, we move like, on, while we're on it for a second, the one I don't get, like there's a few things I get, like Sylveon. I kind of get it because it's it wasn't in the original Gen. Um, yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But it's now a fairy type and that sort of stuff. Anyway, the one that I don't get is the Poketch. Why can you not go backwards? I mean, also, just to add on to your point with the Poketch, um, people are like, oh, yeah, but the DS, you could use the touchscreen. Bro, the Switch has a touchscreen fucking feature. Just implement that. It's ridiculous. Ones, what was you going to say? Sorry. Uh, I was going to say that people... So so BDSP, they're pretty universally poor games right but like, mm-hmm. everyone thinks that you know bdsp is just soulless it's really bad people were saying the exact same thing about sword and shield after you know the, the base game came out but yep. after the dlc mm-hmm. i will argue that sword and shield is a mediocre pokemon experience not a bad one mediocre the wild areas from the dlc areas are honestly some of the most fun i've had just roaming around in a pokemon game finding all them diglets and chasing the the uh you know the, the legendary birds around like that was genuinely fun there is something there at least sword and shield had a bit of merit bdsp uh, yeah is literally just the worst experience that i have seen from a pokemon game Everything around the release to the marketing to the you know the hype season, it was all a complete mess, a shambles. And I think honestly, like this is like my retrospective. I think everyone involved in that game needs to be ashamed of themselves. Honest, except for the music team. The music team did an exceptional job, but Pokemon music is like fine caviar anyway, like in video game standards. Everyone apart from the music team that had anything to do with BDSP can just fuck themselves. Like, uh. I, I would like to agree with everything you said, bar one thing. Obviously, it's all opinions, and I love the fact that we can all just feel, think freely without attacking one another. You know, oh, yeah, you're entitled to your opinion. Um, 
I wouldn't call Sword and Shield a, a mediocre game. Me personally, with all of the quality of life features, and again, as you've said, the DLC add-ons and the game as a whole, um, in, in my opinion, it's a top-tier Pokemon game. In my opinion, most people would disagree. Um, I think it's not; it's definitely not perfect. That's why it's not number one for me. Um, it, but I, I really had any Pokemon game, so it's hard for me not to put it as no, a top. Don't get me wrong, like, I there was a lot that I did enjoy in Sword and Shield. I'm just talking about, like, the base game. Yeah, yeah, the actual yeah, base yeah. game was pretty piss poor. Like, the story that was really bad. Was yeah. Yeah. Just my opinion on that, I, I think that Dynamax Adventures saved that game. I mean, I think it... the DLC in general, mate. I think you're right about Dynamax Adventures, but like the DLC in general, even the Isle of Armor, it was just, it felt really fun just roaming around the, uh, you know, the Isle of Armor, just looking at everything. It was really pretty. To, to add merit to what Chad just said, um, you hit the nail on the head, Chad, with Dynamax Adventures, because now, even after, well, it came out in 2020, right? The, uh, the DLC. So even after two years since the DLC release, it's still the most popular thing on Twitch right now regarding Pokemon. It even is more popular than Legends Arceus, which again, Legends Arceus, because it had no online features, it was always going to be a you blast through it once. It, the, the replayability is not great in that game as it is for other Pokemon games. Um, it, well, personally, again, that, that's just a complete other tangent, but I, I think you're right. People are still doing Dynamax adventures now. If you go on Twitch, it's the most viewed uh, part of Pokemon currently. It's not, it's not even close fun. either. Like, it's not even close. Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> so, it's, so, so, Legends Arceus. Oh, God. This is Here we so, go. This is such a stupid. I don't know why I'm saying this. Legends Arceus is like going to a brothel and <laughs> you know, finding the, the best looking, best personality person in that brothel, having them for the night and thinking this is the best thing ever. And then in the morning, you wake up with a rash. And you're like, okay, I'm never doing that again. Like, you really enjoy it at the time. That's, it's what I know. <laughs> it's incredible. But you'd never go back afterwards. Yeah, it's... It, 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 <laughs> um, I, so I, I apologise so, for that. So that was so bad. <laughs> Sophie, if you are listening, I don't go to brothels, I can promise you. Um, um, absolutely not. <laughs> nah, yeah, it was, again, the, the problem with, the with again, with... Uh, I since fucking BDSB, absolutely not. With Sword and Shield, it's the online element, to me, that carried the game. You know, there's a lot of... There's everything on it's pretty much online. You know, m most of the replayability is in the online, like with raids and, you know, uh, competitive, even though with the 20-minute time limit, blah, blah, blah. Uh, unfortunately, Legends Arse just didn't have that. Uh, okay, you could do a Nuzlocke, but even Nuzlocke's are weird on that game just because of the way the damage output is. You know, the, uh, Legends Arse has had a lot of weird aspects. I just respect for it. I just respect the game with how far it went out of its comfort zone. Game Freak really just went, let's just throw this out there. Fuck it. BDSP will sell more. Let, let's just see how it is. You know, we'll actually put effort in. And I, I appreciate them for doing that with that game. But, um, Moving forward, before this comes, the uh, BDSP review. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Chad, welcome back, man, to, to everything you. regarding Pokemon. It is good to have you back. Thank you. I really do man. appreciate that. That's cool, man. That's absolutely cool. Right, boys, so moving forward. Did you both watch the Nintendo Direct? No. I did. So Chad <laughs> is coming in with fresh eyes. <laughs> I am. I, I, have, I have looked on Google at what was announced but to be honest, I didn't recognise half of it or understand the other half, so <laughs> this should be fun. 
fair enough. Well, welcome to a segment that me and Flobberosh are making up a name for on the spot. And that name is going to be uh, the Nintendo Direct Chad. Uh, I, I can't think. Uh, the, the Chad Review Special. So yeah. Nintendo Direct Farming Simulator. Yeah, that's it. Let's, let's go with that. <laughs> Facts. Facts. You ain't wrong. Every other fucking guy. I was I was surprised to see that the uh, the big main announcement didn't have fucking farming sim elements. Me and my partner <laughs> were sat there watching this, and every other fucking announcement, I just turned to her and go, "Oh my god, it's Stardew Valley." <laughs> you can do maybe a thinking game. Honestly, yeah, the amount of fucking ah, oh, you can grow crops, right? Take a shot down your drink, you'd be fucked before the night's over. <laughs> So what was the pitch for you two then? Like, I'll ask you, Chad, first. Out of You said you haven't watched it, but you said you looked online, right, to yeah. see what was announced. What did you like that what was announced? What What's caught your eye from it? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. Um, the ones that I saw come in was the Mario Kart DLC announcement of like what the next few maps are going to be and the next sport for Switch Sports. The other one I'm, I guess, slightly interested in is the Pokemon is it Stadium. Yeah. But I don't know anything about them games because I got them mixed up with Coliseum. So. <laughs> oh, we're going we're gonna to be talking about them afterwards. It, it's like a sub-segment during the segment, so trust me, we're, we're going to be going into that, definitely. But yeah, was that, was that just the ones that were your picks then? Yeah, obviously the Zelda is the massive thing. Um but I've never played the first one, so controversial, I know. Very controversial, my dude. You, I think you've just set the, uh, the the big nerd brigade after you. I mean, if they want to buy it, me, then I'll <laughs> it, but <laughs> I ain't going out my way to buy it. <laughs> but with Pokemon coming up so so quickly. So what? So what about you, then ones? What was your picks, favorite picks of of it? Again, I feel like you're going to have a lot more than both of me and Chad. Oh Maybe. mate, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was feasting at this direct. Every every other announcement, I was like, "Yes, please, <laughs> fuck did. yes." Uh, so for... crops. <laughs> I love them crops, mate. Mate, just take me away to my farm. You know, I got like <laughs> 78 different farms to go to now. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so so what so what was announcing that you thought? Okay, that's amazing. That's amazing. Like, say your top. Top five picks, I'm, I'm, as, as again, you were feasting, right? So I'm assuming there's about five games that caught your eye. Right, so off the top of my head, number five, every single farming simulator. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, like, that's half the direct. Honestly, half the direct. Um, I can't pick between them because I don't know anything about them. Um, there were a bunch of different ones that had like RPG elements to them and JRPG elements, and I thought they were really cool. There was a Story of Seasons game that looked really, oh, yeah. really cool. Um, so that one looked really cool, but I can't really distinguish between them. So my number five is probably going to be every single farming simulator. I couldn't <laughs> like single one out, but like all of them. I'm a massive fan of Stardew Valley. I grew up with Harvest Moon, that sort of stuff. It's just the best way to chill after a long day, pick up my Switch, go on to Stardew Valley, and life is just bliss for a, an hour or so while I play. Number four Stardew for me... Valley. I love Stardew Valley. Sorry, I know it's great. Stardew Valley is fucking amazing. Number four for me was probably the announcement of Pokemon Stadium 
coming onto the expansion pass for the online service because people have been screaming about having a Pokemon Stadium virtual console release since like 2000. It's been like everyone's before been... Battle Revolution was a thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Before Coliseum, Battle Revolution, before any of those, people were like, I want to play Stadium on my GameCube, I want to play it on my Wii. Um, and now we finally got it. Granted, it's only going to have rental Pokemon available, but yeah, we're, we're going to be going into that. Don't worry, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but but it. it's really cool. And the expansion pass as well, like, shout out to that thing because it actually, strangely enough, for a Nintendo offering, looks like it's got some really good value in it. There's a lot of cool stuff, it's getting in there. there, it's getting there, it is getting there, yeah. especially with Goldeneye as well. So, uh, that's a real fan favorite. That's that's oh. a big one, that is. I mean. That they announced Goldeneye away from all the other Nintendo 64 games, so that kind of goes to show how popular Goldeneye is on the 64. Mate, totally. People like when the popularity of Goldeneye when it first came out, people wanted James Bond to be in Super Smash Bros. Melee. <laughs> I am not kidding. There is genuine petitions out there. And do you remember that uh, poll that they did for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for like the Fighters Pass? Like, yeah. pick your favorite character and Bayonetta won it. Like, James Bond finished in the top 10. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, uh, I'd say, I'd, I say I wouldn't believe it, but it is Super Smash. I mean, you think about the concept of Super Smash, why the fuck not? Exactly, mate. James Bond, like, we've got Solid Snake in there. And just, you know, it wouldn't sure. be that, that far out of place. Anyway, moving on to number three. Uh, my number three is Breath of the Wild 2. Finally getting a name. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and having a release date. This is probably the most anticipated sequel in video game history. I can't think of anything else that tops this. What do you think? Um, well, again, this is not a disrespectful comment in the slightest, but I feel like, do you think that is the reason they did not stream it in the UK? Was because of the title of that game? I'm Ooh. genuinely I'm not even trying to piss people off. I'm no, genuinely I, I legit think that was why. I don't think it I think it was a consideration. I don't think it was the only reason. I think, I think that it was the main reason. I, I'm not sure if it's even the main reason. Like I, I think considering like all of the uproar that we've had in the UK about, you know, the Queen passing away, I mean, center parks are literally making people leave the fucking like site. Like people who have booked holidays years in advance are being told, nope, this day you've got to leave and come back. People are really going mad about it, unnecessarily so. So, I mean, I work for a marketing company. I work for a company that sell gemstones and have a gem TV channel. We're going off at, off air on Monday completely. We've done so many things where we've just stopped marketing and promoting stuff just because we don't want to offend people. Um, not my call, by the way. Fuck the monarchy you know <laughs> i don't give a shit about it really but it's what the higher-ups want um and everyone is desperately trying not to offend old karens who were sat in their home so they probably i don't think the name was the main reason i just think they didn't want to get complaints uh, yeah it, it's again tears of tears of the kingdom you know i think uh, to be honest I'll be honest, if they never they're like, if they never, you know, not streamed it in the UK, I don't think anybody would have actually made that connection. But it's the fact that 
they said they wasn't streaming it, then that was the t- title people tried to put one and three together, right? It, it was, I don't know. It, yeah, it was a weird. But did you say that was your number two or your number one? It's number three. <laughs> it's number... <laughs> what? Number three. I'm well intrigued to know what number two and number one are what? here. <laughs> I don't remember anything else. Tears of the Kingdom is, is up there for me, man. Definitely. Mate, shout out to Chad. <laughs> Chad can come back every week. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Right. Yeah, that was my number three. Number two is Pikmin Four for me. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. I am obsessed with Pikmin. I have been ever like since that. I played the first one. I got it from I think it was HMV uh, when they did their like GameCube Classics collection for the Wii, and they did a re-release of Pikmin. Picked it up. Fell in love with the series. And yeah, to see it coming back to Switch is, you know, it's like the it's like a dream come true to me. I thought the series had died after the third one because it flopped on Wii U. Luckily, you know, Miyamoto's got a hard on for it. So shout out to more Pikmin coming. I mean, yeah, I, okay. I was thinking what could be better, but then I'll be honest, I jumped out of my seat when I also saw Pikmin Four. Um, love. I, I've not played all the Pikmin games. Be honest, I actually be honest. I started with Pikmin Bloom because I've never played the series. Tried the Pikmin Free demo afterwards, um, and then actually bought the game secondhand. And I've had a blast with it. I've not completed it. I think I'm actually on the final wall, but it's so fun. It, it's and it, it's actually strangely relaxing for a Isn't game where, just... you've got, where you've got to try micromanage not killing a bunch of plant gremlins. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. Actually, I do agree. Yeah, Pikmin Four. Yeah, okay, fair enough. The music um, as well. Sorry, go on. Oh yeah, just just the music in Pikmin. That's such a big reason why it's so relaxing. It's just I could sit and listen to that soundtrack for like hours. I have never played it. I'm starting to get the the opinion that you haven't played anything, Chad. <laughs> when it comes to no. Nintendo, if it's not Mario or Pokemon, I've probably not played it. I was gonna say, yeah, you, you like the ten percent? No, you like the thirty percent of the Nintendo fan base that. You know, they just buy a Nintendo because Pokemon's on it. They're just like, okay, I'll spot for half. Animal Crossing as well. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, what I was going to say was, Flob, do you reckon you can guess what Onesie's number one pick was from Direct? Um, I don't. I know Onesie loves his, you know, Japanese role play games, and also he, I know he loves. There's a detective game that that uh, one of my mates mentioned to me today. That's one an honorable does... mention. That's what, not one number one, does, but it's an honourable mention. That looks fucking chaotic. Love, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that looks incredible. Ones he does love a detective game, but again, okay, so that's not number one. I want to say I don't know if you're a big fan of the Fire Emblem, but it feels like there's one game every single fucking direct. So that I can't be bothered. I see it all the time. Um, it, okay. it, I swear to God, that game gets more games than Mario at this point. It's ridiculous. That's that's your guess. What about yours, Chad? You know the list of everything. Oh God. Uh, is it the SpongeBob game? Off, oh, mate. Chad's knocked it out of the pot. <laughs> I can't believe that. That SpongeBob game is like that's going to be quite interesting. I'm happy they've actually got the main voice actors to voice it. <laughs> but no, that's not my number one. <laughs> so what is it? So neither of your you were correct. My number one pick is Octopath Traveler Two. I am. Yes. Octopath Traveler is one of the best games on the Switch, hands down. The art style is so unique. It started a complete fucking overhaul for 2D graphics. The 
I just love the game. I've put like 150 hours into it and I'm still not even halfway done. Um, to hear it's getting a second one is like, I'm so fucking happy about it. Incredible game. If you haven't played Octopath Traveler and you like your RPGs, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Go and buy it right now. Um, because the second one is going to hopefully be just as good. Uh, yeah, go and fucking buy Octopath Traveler. I just can't get into the combat for it personally. I, I did download the demo. The art style is beautiful. Um, for a, a, a would you say eight bits? I don't say eight bit. What's it called? It's uh, I think it's sixty four bit, but uh, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry. So sixty four bit, like for something of that, how beautiful the art style is. It, it's I'd say actually one of the best looking games on Switch. You know, it's, it's definitely up there. So I'd agree with you graphics wise. I just couldn't get into the combat for it personally. Fair maybe enough. I'll just try it again. Maybe I'll just need to try it again. You know, it was the demo. Um, I was probably expecting Final Fantasy X or some shit because it's Square Enix. But um, yeah, well, that's a good pick. Mate, that's, that's just it for me. Like, I saw Octopath Traveler 2 and I was just like, I was cheering. My partner was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, <laughs> Octopath! <laughs> Wow, I just I don't know. I don't know anyone that was excited for that direct as much as you. Then, mate, I was I was feasting. I got Harvest Games out the arse. I got Octopath Traveler two, Legend of Zelda, um, Fire Emblem, which I'm not too interested in, but it's still cool. Uh, Pikmin, mate, I was buzzing, absolutely buzzing. I think Nintendo knocked it out of the park, but that's just my personal taste. I understand that not everyone likes the same thing. So, people like yourself, Chad, probably wasn't <laughs> that good for you uneducated yeah you fucking heathen okay so 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 my my picks right um so uh, okay pokemon stadium one or two when that got announced i thought that was sick my favorite thing about them games was actually not the whole point of the games which is the battles my, my favorite thing about stadium was uh the mini games i, I love the mini games in them and I loved another feature of the games, but we're not going to talk about that yet because that's going to be a whole fucking segment. Um, but uh, so I love that, but I, I, that's not top for me. That's the bottom of my pick. Um, again, uh, the breath of the not breath of the wild, Legend of Zelda, uh, Tears of the Kingdom is number two. I'd say my top three picks, and Pikmin Four is my number one. Purely, nice. it's not even that Pikmin Four is a better game. Let's be honest, Tears of the Kingdom will probably be the best game on the Switch made, in my opinion. I think Breath of the Wild still hasn't been topped for me by any game on the Switch. Nothing's topped it in the terms of gameplay and, you know, the, the way it works. It's it's a beautiful game. Look, it's honestly a masterpiece. It's 10 out of 10 on a Switch. And I think Tears of the Kingdom can reach that level too. Pikmin won't. However, the Pikmin fan base deserve Pikmin 4 more than Legend of Zelda fan base deserves Breath of the Wild sequel, in my opinion. That's a hot take, but it is what it is. I don't know if you've ever spoken to anyone from the Pikmin fandom, but they are the nicest fucking people you they can ever speak to. That's what I'm saying. They des- they do deserve this game, don't they? They they do deserve it, 100%. 150%, mate. They deserve Pikmin 4, Pikmin 5, fucking Pikmin in space. You know, they deserve yeah. everything. Honourable mention... Um, Splatoon 3 I know it's already out but honourable mention I love Splatoon personally yeah, uh, one of the best shooters made for me love it you ever played Splatoon Chad? what do you think? 
No. <laughs> Didn't think so. No. Is um, it not called I've Pokemon used, or Mario? <laughs> I've used one of the characters in Mario Kart, if that counts. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I've played I've played the blob. That's close. That's a close game, right? You, you played Epic Mickey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a close game, right? Oh that's Jesus crazy. Christ. <laughs> I loved Epic Mickey. That was a good game, that was. It was actually decent, weren't it? Epic Mickey and Epic Mickey 2, man. Really good games, but the artist games. But yeah, that's the direct. Right, now we need to get into this because, again, I, I don't want to take up both of your times because I'm assuming, uh, you know, at some point we need to go to bed. But um, <laughs> still got a few topics, but we need to talk about Pokemon Stadium. So, Chad, you said you've not played these games, right? That's right. So, ones, have you played Stadium 1 and 2? I have played a bit. So... Believe it or not, I've actually put hundreds of hours into Stadium 1 and 2. Um, now, the reason why Stadium 1 and 2 were so popular, not just because they were really cool battle games, you know, in a in a 2D space, you know, it was the first ever game to have 3D Pokemon battles, but you could also... So the Nintendo 64 came with a cartridge pack that you could put on the back of the controller, and you could put your Pokemon games into the cartridge pack and play... Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow, Gold, Silver, Crystal on the TV. That's cool. So, yeah, it, it was it was a, such a huge thing because, you know, your Game Boy or the fucking TV, right? And I had put, oh, like, 300 hours into Pokemon Crystal by playing Stadium 2. In, in, my, in my dad's room right now, there is a, a Pikachu Nintendo 64 that I've still got. And I've oh, still got... On my shelf right now, I can actually see it from here, I've still got... Uh, stadium 2. So the reason it was so popular is because you could um, you know, put Pokemon from your cartridge games over there and use them to, you know, to battle through the, the towers and, and to do whatever else. But ones, what's the what's the big drama in the community right now with Stadium? I think the big problem, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that it's literally only going to be rental teams. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm right with that. There's not some like extra super secret hidden drama that you have to beat the game and play new game plus to get through. So the, the, yeah, the the main drama is that it they've not got compatibility for red, blue, yellow, gold, silver, crystal. Which, when I'm be honest, when it got announced, I never thought it would. That was not in my mind. My first thing that comes to my mind was, oh, I get to try all the mini games again. You know, that was the first thing that come to mind. I did not once think, oh, they're gonna let us play. The original Gen 1 and 2 games, again, through Nintendo 64, that was not a thing that come to mind. But apparently, a lot of people thought that was what the case was. And then they announced that uh, will not include Game Boy um, emula- Emulation, what's it called? Emulation. emulation yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people could kill it before, which caused Joe Merrick to put a tweet out um, basically saying it's obvious that they was never going to include Red, Blue and Yellow. Gold, Silver, Crystal, and then Joe Merrick continued on to support Nintendo to why they couldn't. And to me, please do never tell me that a billion-dollar company can't... Well, I'm pretty sure. Are they a billionaires, Nintendo? They must be, mate. I would they assume must be, so. Yeah, multi-billionaires at this point. Right. So, yes, multi-billionaire... Do not tell me a multi-billionaire company cannot achieve... Now, first of all, for those that don't know, Stadium and Stadium 2, they both have Game Boy Game Boy emulators built into the games, right? It's built into the games. All it needs was an add-on. So they've already got the emulation there. All you'd need to do is just put the ROM in the games. I'm not a game developer, but please, please, please don't try and tell me a billion-dollar company 
can't do it. They just won't do it. That's the difference. It's not that they can't do it. They just don't want to do it. It's too, it's too much time and it's not worth it. I'd argue against that slightly. It's not even necessarily that they don't want to. It's that they'd rather get the game out earlier and not do the development to get the the thing sorted. But your message is still the same. It's not that they can't do it. It's that they're choosing not to. Yeah, they're choosing not to. And it's a fact that if they really listen to the fans, I mean, again, I don't want the emulation. I don't see the point of it to be truthful. I couldn't care less. Again, with me, I'd rather be able to buy all of these Nintendo 64 games on the Switch. I can play them whenever I want without having to have a subscription constantly. But again, that, that's a complete side point. Again, I never thought you'd be able to do this. It's just a lot of people are kicking up a fuss. And then uh, Joe Merrick just uh, fucking, I've got nothing against Joe. Joe's cool. But it, he talks a lot about people hating and people being rude, but then continues to entertain the people who argue with him all the time. So it's a vicious circle. It's don't entertain the people who argue with you and then moan about them arguing with you. It's pointless to me. It's a very stupid thing to, to moan well, about. But, you know who yeah. he hangs around with, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. Really irrelevant, though. So, you know. <laughs> God. Um, I really have no idea who we're talking about. I have, I've missed all of this, apparently. Oh, you missed a lot, Chad. We'll 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 catch you up off. Uh, off the right like I've just disappeared for seven months. But honestly, yeah, I don't yeah, know we'll, what's going we'll try, on. We'll try not to get cancelled. But um, Joe, what you do for the Pokemon um, community is fantastic. You really are like a, a, you know a star for the community. But yeah, you know, for someone who constantly entertains arguments with people, then complains about having said arguments, it, it's quite a baffling thing. It's like eating a bacon sandwich at a cafe and then continuing continuing to moan about how the bacon's cooked. Just don't eat at the cafe, right? Just just leave. Leave it. Chill. It's all cool. Um, but besides the point. Um, yeah, so Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2. Again, a lot of people are also complaining that. So, Chad, in Stadium 1 and 2, there, there was like towers, right? You'd face the gym leaders, then you'd face like extra challenges just, right. just to get rewards, right? But the Pokemon are very hard to beat. And a lot of people would bring out their own Pokemon from the Game Boy games over to Stadium to, to, to beat them, essentially. Okay. But without the compatibility of the Game Boy games, you can only use rental teams. And ones, the rental teams are quite trash, right? Yeah, very trash. Very, very oh. bad. Awful. Absolutely awful. Like, to put it in perspective, Chad, there's a Tyranitar. I believe its moveset is Bite, Mudslap, Leah. And, and something else, but you can tell from them three moves alone that it's just trash. For um, Tyranitar, yes. Yeah, for, 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 for if it was a level four Tyranitar, maybe. Um, yeah, it, it, but will, will you both be playing Stadium? Because I won't be. Uh, probably not. Like, it, it's cool that. that we've got uh... it. And it... I was thinking about it, but like, probably not gonna. Like, I've got other games to play, and I barely have the time to play them. I'm not gonna replay. Have you got the subscription? I haven't. I've 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 got oh. an online subscription, but I haven't got the expansion pass. And I'm starting to feel like I probably should have because it, you know, the value seems pretty decent. But you know, I haven't got it. There's not really much point now. Maybe when I renew, I'll upgrade. But I'm fine as it is. I yeah. probably will give it a go. <gasps> Chad's going to play a game! It's Pokemon. <laughs> uh, Chad, you, de- it. you definitely should. 
Um, just because, again, you, the, I'll be honest, Chad, the mini games alone are worth it. And if it has online capability with other people, which for some people go, oh, they won't do that. They've done it for other Nintendo um, games for the 64. If they have online games, Chad, you really need to host a community event for the mini games because oh, they are Mario Party worthy level of mini oh, games. They really Mario are. Mario Party is top tier. Uh, ones, would you agree with that sentiment? They are Mario Party quality wise. Oh, for it's, sure, they're brilliant. They're phenomenal. Like, just look at some of them on YouTube. They look fucking hilarious. They're great. They're phenomenal. That they, they are so much fun. There's like a Lickitung one where you've got to try and eat all these sushi plates faster than all the other Lickitungs. You know, you team up with your friends and you could have other people. It, it was fun. It's there's so many mini games, and for me, that's all I played was the mini games. I never bothered to battle. Really couldn't care less about it. But obviously now that I perf- you know, back then I didn't really know what I was doing, but it's probably cool to go back now and maybe it's a cool challenge to try and beat the game of rental teams. I don't know. And ones I'd, I'd like to see I'd like to see you do actually if somebody's good at battling. I want to see if you're able to beat it with the rental teams. Yeah, um what's this space yeah. potentially. But yeah, that was your news about the direct right. Right. So going on from Stadium One and Two and all that fucking bollocks and drama. Um the new Scarlet Violet OLED switch got shown. Um did you guys like that? There is something that I liked even more. Go for it. The meal deal that I had recently. Oh, God. Can't we oh. cannot do an episode without talking about a meal deal. You know what? That is a very good point. It's been over seven months. Well, it's, it's been like nine months since we had you on, Mr. Chad. And yep. I remember... <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Let's move on. Yeah, so I think this is your chance to redeem yourself. Have you have you changed your ways? I had the best meal deal ever the other day. No, okay. no, we'll we'll be the judge of that. Yes, we will. We will. So tell us what was your meal deal? Right. Well, first of all, this is going to get me cancelled straight away. It was from the co-op. Yeah, let's move on. So uh, Scarlet <laughs> and Violet. <laughs> I had a. I believe it was chicken and bacon sandwich. Okay, oh, I, I, I can I can settle for that. Okay. I can vibe with that. That's that's a yeah. decent start. So okay, so what what have you accompanied it with? The snack was. I don't really think it's a snack. I think it's more of a main, which makes it even better. A village bakery sausage roll. Oh, mm. okay. It's not Greg's, but go on. It's not Greg's, but you know, for for three pound, you know, yeah, four pound. Oh, 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 you know what? You've lost me again. <laughs> and I topped it off with the best drink I could find. Right, this is what's going to make or break this. It's, it's going to be water. I know for a fact it's going to be water. Imagine I was just like, smart water. No. Um, <laughs> none, of, none of this diet, none of this zero, none of this max. Cherry Coke. Hmm. Full fat cherry um... I like I like Coke in general, but I'm more of a Pepsi boy, but that's fair enough. If you was going to have a Coke, it would be that or vanilla. But yeah, fair enough. I'll tell you what. Right. So we've had a lot of guests on this podcast and <laughs> we've had a lot of different varying meal deals from the lows of Raf's Crest Sandwich <laughs> to the highs of, I think, Jack's was really good. Um because he works yeah. at Tesco, so he always gets like the best stuff. Um, but I've got to say, this is one of the better meal deals we've had. Yeah, <laughs> I'm rating yeah. this at months. least an eight and a half out of ten. You redeemed yourself. It took You've nine definitely redeemed. We got there. 
the redemption arc is, arc is complete. <laughs> fair play to you. Fair play to you. I, I rate you, Chad, mate. I do rate it. That's much, much better than what we had. Um, <laughs> fantastic. A round of applause once. Thank you. Thank you. Thank we'll you. do our own yeah, sound effects now. That is a top tier. Now, you mentioned poker, Raph, and I've got to quickly mention Have you seen all the gifts that are going around about Raph? Oh, I fucking love Raph. So much time for the dude. He, um, he went to the, uh, I don't know what, it was, yeah, Pokemon World Champions uh, when it was in London. Yeah. And he did this dance in the toilet, and now there's a gif of him. If you type in a gif in, into gif on anything, uh, poker Raph, it's just him mm. dancing, and loads of people have edited it and put in them on like a highway with cars driving past and everything. It's, it's oh fantastic. Oh my god, that's brilliant! <laughs> um, I'm thinking of having that as my um, as my raid message. If someone raids me, it's yeah. just Raf dancing, you know. Just uh, <laughs> um, we love Raf. Raf is top tier guest. He's up there. He's up there as you know. We, we've had some. Uh, we haven't actually had a lot of awful guests. We have had a specific awful guest. We won't go into it, but we have. Um, but R- Raf's up there as as one of the top tier, definitely. Uh, along with yourself and Mac, that in, uh, uh, there's a lot though. I can't just say that because loads of ones his friends who come on, are, I've I've gotten really well with. You know, Super Salamence and um, Ozzy Mitsu. Not to not to forget him. Actually, our most popular episode is with Ozzy Mitsu. Can we just say that? Ozzy's a cool hero, man. Ozzy's a cool hero. Despite Raph being the most popular, Ozzy was was the most popular episode. Crazy, man. Um, But yeah, shout out to all of our guests. Um, We may have a guest on next week. Well, we may have. We we, we will be having a guest on next week. Um, Yeah, someone who's already been on before, and this would also be their second episode. So people are getting up there in the numbers. Mac Daddy. No, it's not going to be Mac. It's not going to be Mac next week. It's not going to be Mac next week. It's going to be Super Salamence if he comes on. We'll see. He said he's free, so we'll see what happens. If not, it'll just be it'll, it'll just be who we can get on. But right, moving forward, um, from the, actually a rather fantastic meal deal. Fair play, Chad. I respect that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But did you like the Scarlet and Violet OLED switch? <laughs> I thought it was amazing. I had to tweet out the fact that I did not need another switch because I wanted that. I was, yeah, I do, I do not need another switch. I do not need another switch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need another switch. <laughs> oh, mate. I, I thought it looked absolutely gorgeous. Uh, like At least the, the actual like dock bit looked so, mm-hmm. so fucking nice. I really liked the back, but my partner wasn't so keen on it. She was... Uh, I love the back. I, I think... It's a beautiful mess. It's a mess, yeah. but it's beautiful. Oh, I agree. I loved it. I loved the way it looked, but she wasn't very happy. So if I get one, it's going to have to be just for me. My my mate Dan on, from Twitch, um, quite a big Twitch streamer, Dan, he didn't like it. Oof. Imagine not liking you, it. You guys know Dan. anymore. You, you guys know Dan, don't you? Um, Has he got a name he goes by? Is Other it than uh, yeah, Dan. Uh, Dan, aka A Drive. Oh, oh fuck off! What up, guys? It's your boy Dan, aka A Drive. Man said, "My mate Dan." He's fucking done. Yeah. Oh mate, I fucking finessed the both of you for that one. That was quality. Um, yeah, A Drive was like, "Oh, I think it's trash," but I'm like, no one I've seen says it's trash. Like. One of my mates, Braid, who come who comes to your stream a lot, Chad. Uh, Brad, yes, Brad. Yes. Shout out to Braid. Yeah, yeah. He's he's already put the deposit down on it. He's buying it. Shout out to uh, Braid if he's listening to this. 
um, yeah, it's a beautiful switch. Again, if I wasn't in the situation I was in now, I'd probably try and get it because my switch is falling apart. But um, on to the next part of this topic. Is it too late for a pro for this generation now? Are we just going to be waiting until the next Nintendo console or do you think we will get a pro? Uh, Chad, go on. Uh, I don't think we will. I think that the OLED is there. That's it, sort of thing. That's 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 the one you're getting for now. Okay. What what, what about you, ones? Yeah, I did think we were going to get Switch Pro. Everyone was saying we were going to get one, but it's been you know year upon year after the initial rumors came out, and I don't know. I I I honestly couldn't predict like. My gut is telling me that, you know, all of these insiders can't have been saying there is one coming, they're working on it, they're going to sort it for it to amount to nothing. But where the fuck is it? So, I, I don't know. I, I think... What year did it come out? 2017, right? The Switch. Yeah. I think mm. I think it was 2016. Oh, yeah. No, well, it wasn't 2016, definitely not. Because it was the same year Ed Sheeran's Divide album came out because it came out on the wow. exact same day. The exact same day because I bought them both together in HMV. <laughs> so the, the 3rd of March. That's 2017. Oh, he's right. My man knows his, uh, his Nintendo history. Yeah, the 3rd of March 2017. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> so it's been what? So it's five years. A, a typical console generation lasts seven years. Um... Xbox free Xbox One was from 2013 to 2020, so that that was seven years. Um, the Nintendo, how long was the how long was the Wii U for? I'm trying, I can't even think. I Too long. Yeah, a very dark period of history. But we so we've had the Switch for five years. Let's be honest, it outsells the Xbox and the PlayStation by a mile. It's a phenomenal. It, it's an absolute phenomenon and such a rebound from the Wii U. Um, they don't really need another console yet, but how long do you think it's going to be until there's talks? Because let's face it, the hardware is shit. The hardware <laughs> on the Switch is fucking trash. It really is. Um, what, what are you boys thinking? So if we're not going to get a Pro, right? If I was Nintendo, I would stretch this generation for 10 years and bring out a Pro for the last three years of the generation. That's what I would do personally. But what would you boys do? I don't know. I think it's really tricky. Um I personally feel like it's all going a bit too fast. Um, like you were saying then about the new Xbox and the new PlayStation. And it doesn't feel that long ago when we last had when we had the last Xbox and PlayStation. I feel like we've had our Switch for what? It'd have been five years now. And we're already uh-huh. having talks about maybe having another one. And it's like it's just all going so fast. I want it to just slow down a bit and let me just I feel like I'm I feel like I'm an old man. It's all it's getting it's getting too much. Let's just slow down. But I personally hope we keep the switch for a few more years at least. The the Wii U, by the way, lasted four years and like eight months. And that was four years, seven months more than it needed to be. <laughs> and the yeah, and the Wii lasted for six years. So the Wii was for a six-year console, Wii U four and a half. And I think to be honest, they probably rushed the switch out with how bad that generation was doing. Probably, so yeah. Nintendo average between for, for a home console, I'm not even talking about um handheld, that's a completely different topic. I mean, I guess the switch is a hybrid, but yeah. between what six to so between five to six years, um, they average a console. So 
what are you think would you want? Because it's been seven years. No, sorry, it'll be five years now. Like, when do you think one's realistic? Because if they was going to announce one, they would have announced it by now for next year. So what, yeah. what would you think? I wouldn't even know like where they're going to go next. Because obviously, we, like you said, we had the Wii U. And what we had the was it the 2ds last or the 3ds? I think it was the 2ds last. Yeah, one. 2ds. And it's like Bro, this is like. I think, oh, sorry, go on. No, no, go on. I interrupted. This bad. is like a mixture of both in a way. Like I said, it's a hybrid. What do they do next? Do they continue with the hybrid or do they go back to one of each? It's because it's so successful, they would not want to go away from the hybrid. I really don't think because before it was complicated. You had your handheld DS, you had your handheld Nintendo and your and your console. Whereas now it's all under one roof. It's yeah. all, all one thing. Surely you don't go away from that. And with how successful the Switch is, it's literally it, I think it's outsold the Wii, which the Wii was one of the most successful consoles ever. So like surely you, you don't you, Nintendo don't go, oh, let's just randomly now split it again. I, I don't think that's the case. I think they go forward once. What do you think they do for the I, next if generation? I was if I was Nintendo? And so there's a bunch of different things they need to be careful of, right? So the Wii did really well. So they tried to market the Wii U as, oh, it's a new version of the Wii. It's got the same name. It's going to be just as good. But there are a bunch of like functionality problems with the Wii U. It was difficult for developers to code on. It was very hard for them to make games for. It was difficult to explain the concept to people. It just didn't go as well as people expected. Um, with the Switch, I think what they need to do is literally just do the Switch again, but with a bit more processing power, call it the Switch 2. Do what <laughs> PlayStation and Xbox have been doing since the early 2000s and literally just go, hey, this one, bigger number. This one, bigger number. Just put Nintendo Switch 2. Give it more power, a better graphics card, you know, put an OLED screen on it and charge people 500 quid for it. You know, <laughs> make it worth the investment and just make a more powerful version of the Switch because if it ain't broke, you don't need to fix it. Yeah, I completely agree. Would you have Switch games work on that? Yeah, backwards compatible. Why not? Because then, let's say, right, that let's say someone buys the new Switch then they're still going to make money off the old software mm-hmm. if they make it backwards compatible. Nah, I, th- I think you're a bit naive there. What Nintendo like to do is create their own artificial scarcity with their video games. It's why we not, haven't... Not had... necessarily. No, not necessarily. Because now compare... Now you've, you've, you've got two different... You've got two different paths, left and right. Left is the handheld. Right is the home console. The home console, yeah, you're right. Every single one's been, you know, exclusive. Apart, no, actually, the Wii U was backwards. No, the Wii was backwards compatible with GameCube, right? GameCube, I think yeah. it was, yeah, yeah. But that, that's and, one of the know. only examples. And the, what they like to do is they like to create artificial scarcity with their games, so they make them non-backwards compatible, so that they can re-release a version of it later on in a like a limited capacity. Look at what they did with their Super Mario Anniversary game. Like mm-hmm. Super Mario Sunshine, the only way that you could play it is if you had a working GameCube until this launch, this like re-release that was like full price. That it was the only way to play it, so people had no choice if they wanted to experience it. Either emulate, get a GameCube, or buy this overpriced piece of junk. 
So I don't think they'll make it backwards compatible. I think they will re-release certain Switch games. They might potentially do a re-release of Breath of the Wild. They might potentially do a re-release of... I don't know, what's another fucking good Switch game? Uh, Mario Mario Odyssey. Yeah, they might do another re-release of that in a few years' time, but they will want to squeeze as much money as possible out of it. They don't just want people buying pre-owned games of the previous generation to, uh, you know, just not generate any additional income for them. Now, I don't agree with that practice. I think it's fucked up because it's so anti-consumer but it's what Nintendo does, and now see right uh, that I've hit, I've heard all that ones, I've heard all that, and I but still it's shit, and you're a fucking I, idiot. <laughs> I, I still completely disagree. Now here's why I personally disagree. Right, you bring out a brand new console, yeah. Right now I understand having exclusive software for that console that the old Switch can't can't make. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, get the new Nintendo Switch console to play the brand new, you know, Zelda game or the brand new Mario game, right? Right, but then imagine if they allow backwards compatibility, the amount of money because they've got a whole library. Like the Switch is one of the biggest Nintendo libraries of all, one of the biggest one. If they make it so it's not com- backwards compatible, you're cutting off a whole piece of your market for customers. I, I just don't think it's. And also, not to mention, they're probably going to stick with cartridges. They're probably saving so much money on using cartridges and not discs that it makes sense for them to to go. You know. From uh, what's it called to, to, to allow backwards compatibility? I think they'll keep the same cartridges because the only issue with the other Nintendo consoles, right? You had Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. The Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance could play Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, right? Then you had you had the uh, 3DS, which could play 3DS and DS games. So it's not like they've not done backwards compatible. It's just certain consoles haven't, right? Nah, you're right. You're right. You also had the DS that could play all the Game Boy games as well, the original. Yeah, but of course. And you, you go back to what um, Lonzi was saying, and you look at the virtual consoles and Nintendo's, ex- ex- what's it called? The Extension Pass? Expansion Pass, yeah. That's it, and how they've re-released games. At the virtual consoles, oh, you're, paying for, you're paying for the game that you've already owned, but you can play on a new console. So they're making money because you're going to play it again. Like, if you want to play, I don't know, let's say you want to play Let's Go on your new Switch, but you can't use your cartridge, people will pay to play that game again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pete, you're right. People will pay to play, to, sorry, to play that game again. But I feel like, imagine, you know, you've just got the brand new Nintendo console, you're new to Nintendo, and you want to get all the old Switch games. They're going to make much more money doing that then they would just re-release in a game. I don't you now. People what? say, "Oh yeah," but hold on, hold on. People will say, "Oh yeah," but look at the Wii U. They re-release Wii U games onto the Switch, right? But isn't the Wii U disc, or is that also cartridge? Uh, the Wii U is disc, right? The Switch is not a disc, so there's no way that they could have put Wii U games on the Switch. They had to re-release the software because the only way to re, you know, because it, it was cartridge. It's not disc. It, there's no way to do backwards compatible to the Wii U, hence why, you know, there's a lot of ports over nah, to the Switch. You're making, a lot of, uh, you're making a lot of points. I agree with some, disagree with others. Um, no, no, that's fair. You are right, yeah. though. You are. I would agree with you what you say where Nintendo will think like, we, you know, like um, what? What's an example? I'm trying to use an example that I agree with you here. Uh, <laughs> you like, don't. You're lying. <laughs> like, okay. Um, 
No, I don't know. I I, I don't know, mate. I, I I can't think of an example where I agree. There's some of your points you are saying. I, I do agree with. They they do stupid decisions, right? I think that's fair. The stupid they do stupid decisions. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe to the Switch and having every character unlocked. It's like, what's the point? Like me with Mario Kart, I want to unlock the characters. That's the fun. I bought the game. Every character was unlocked, and I'm like, what's the point? And only now, what, what four, five, maybe even more years later, we're finally getting DLC. But what's the most successful game on the Switch? Mario Kart. <laughs> it's crazy. I, you see, the, the thing for me, though, is like I don't think they will do backwards compatibility simply because if they do, there's, people aren't going to be buying you know those games through nintendo they're going to be buying pre-owned copies of those games That's through true. like cex or you know games buy-in or getting them on amazon like they're not going to be additional sources of revenue for nintendo they're just going to be people buying them and you know giving money to these second-hand shops and that's the thing that nintendo are going to see they're going to see you know we could turn those into revenue for ourselves by not doing backwards compatibility and doing re-releases so that that seems like the nintendo move like it's a tough one i hope that they you know, they change their ways and they decide, you know what, we will make it backwards compatible and we'll also do a virtual console release of any game you want. That's the idealistic Simpsons way. Simpsons hit and run. Mate, imagine. Okay, imagine <laughs> this. Get it imagine, <laughs> imagine this. They, they announced Switch 2 or whatever they want to call it, right? Uh, the, the Switch U, right? Because, you oh, know, they, they love doing that. Right? Let's say they announce that, but they say, right, and on this Switch, all of the old Switch software runs a lot smoother the frame rate's a lot higher because uh-huh. of the hardware in, right? Imagine the amount of people that would buy Switch games. And, you know, on the market, they could do a deal where, you know, uh, on the eShop, a lot of a lot of the original Swift, uh, Switch um, software, is, you know, it's a percentage off, which I know Nintendo don't really ever do. But I, I, just, I, I personally, I'm going to say right now, on the 15th of September t- 2022, I genuinely believe the next console will have backwards compatibility because it's where the market is right now. Look, look how look how successful Xbox is with backwards compatibility. I tell you what, it's all going to come down to how much money it costs to make this Switch Pro, whether they see sales of the console as the moneymaker or sales of the games because mm. what you've just True. described there, True. mate, what you've just described there could be a fantastic way to bring people in and buying the console if they see that console as the big money maker, like they're making 400, imagine it costs 50 quid to make one, they're selling it for 500. They're making a 450 pound profit on every console. If they see that and they're like, we could make a fucking killing off of this, then yeah, they might potentially do that. And they might market it completely as the people's console, play whatever you want from Nintendo's history, and it would be the best fucking selling console in history. But they're going to be weighing that up against whether if they do this like re-release model, they're going to be weighing up which one's going to make more money. So it genuinely depends on how expensive the console is to make and how much money they can pull in through sales of it. So I guess time will tell. Yeah, yeah. So your prediction is the next Switch will not have backwards compatibility? I don't think so. My okay. question goes uh, back to what Flob said about the... Um, like you bring out the Switch 2 and it has a better... The games run smoother. My question is... Is BDSP better because it runs <laughs> smoother? Or is it, it, 
that that game that game could wipe my own ass for me and it would still be shit. That game is beyond fixing, is that what you're it's saying? It's beyond salvaging. It's if they if they said, look, we're gonna give the file to modders and then the modders are gonna change it how they like, and then we're gonna update the game to match what the modders do, then I'd be like, Okay, yeah, yeah it can work, that's fine. But if it's Elka doing it, absolutely not. I know, no. I know I've checked this into like a BDSP episode, but if Ilko announced, I don't know, next year that they're doing a platinum remake, how would you feel? Like a sister game to BDSP. No, I know you are. That's why I laugh. I laugh because it's such a Pokemon thing to do. They'd be like, oh, should, we make, should we make even more money off of them? That's I'll exactly it. Like, look at Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon. It's like, what we could do, we could half ass BDSP, get people to love it, say, why didn't you make Platinum? And then let's just make Platinum. So all that money that we've made from BDSP is extra because we half assed it and they didn't need it because they were getting Platinum anyway. Hey, that's such a fucking game freak and Nintendo yeah. move to release the like three games in the original generation and then three remakes of those games. <laughs> so instead of making two games, you get no six. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it would it would be right? a remake of BDSP. Let's be honest. Yeah, BDSP. Ultra BDSP. Yo, imagine if if they did something like BDSP two. I'd I'd sit up and take notice because I'd be like, hang on, what the fuck? Like if they did I'd actually, completely new. Stories. I'd respect it. I'd respect it. That is bollocks to the wall play. That is they're like, yeah, fuck you all. You didn't like BDSP. Have another one. Ah, like you know, it's yeah, like do you know what? We know our game was crap. Have another crap one. <laughs> you'll still buy it because you're Pokemon fans yeah. we put even less effort into this one <laughs> uh, uh, only only the generation 4 Pokemon available not even gen 1, 2 and 3 here you go fire types you better like Monferno <laughs> and we've brought back the original Diamond and Pearl health P-bars good luck taking down Blissey they'll um... just bring out a game called uh, BDSP Extra and it's literally just the distortion area, and that's it. You, you oh, you just play the distortion area. It's full price, and that's again. it. And you get I, I think they should call it. They should call it Pokemon PDST. Um, <laughs> PTSD. 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 Yeah. Uh, PTSD. That, that's what they should do. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna move forward from the Nintendo talk because. Uh, all right. But oh, Chad, that was it. Before we do, what is your prediction? Then are you more onesies? Uh, it will not do backwards compatible. Which I can definitely see the side of. They do love the uh-huh. money and they do love their re-releases. Or do you think they will do backwards compatible? Where, where do you are? I mean, if you agree with onesie, you're banned. But it's fine. Um, <laughs> hey, I can say this, right? I want what Flob is offering, but I think they're going to give me what Onesie's offering. <laughs> I want what Flob is offering. I want backwards compatibility. I want a better console, a smoother running game, Joy-Con drift to be gone. Um, I want. I just want. I want it to be the best it could possibly be. But I reckon they're going to half-ass it. Be like, eh. No, buy all our games again, and then two years later, be like, "Oh yeah, that console was broke, wasn't it? Why don't you just buy another one?" And then like release an OLED version. It's the the company that's the worst for backwards compatible. It's not Nintendo at all. It's PlayStation. Um, literally, like none of their none of their systems have backwards. Okay, they used you know to, the, they did used to. They, they they used to, but they stopped it with the four. 
they stopped it with the four and now they're continuing with the five again. Nintendo consoles, the only time they've ever really had backwards, they've stopped it is when the hardware is different, right? That, that's the only time where, when it can't run the old hardware or, or fucking whatever else. But yeah, I, I I can see definitely one side of it. I just think the reason why the Xbox is outside in PlayStation right now is because Xbox Series X and Series S has availability to all the old Xbox games, all your Xbox One games. It has availability to your whole library, whereas the PlayStation does not. Or maybe it's more the, the fact that PlayStation's got a shortage and they just can't get the consoles out. We'll see. Like I can play um, Xbox 360 games on the new Xbox. Like, if you, gave me, if you gave me a new Switch and said, look, you can play GameCube games on it, you know, I know we had that with the Wii, but why not? Why not give us GameCube games, Wii games, I don't know, Game Boy Color games? Give, give us everything. That, that's, um, that, that's another stupid Nintendo thing. They could they could just re-release Pokemon Coliseum and XD as the uh, as the Shadow Pokemon, you know, remix games, and they would make a killing off of it because of how popular it was. But they just won't. And they, why? They're, because they're saving, that. they're saving that for when they're they're struggling financially. Yeah, we me and Flob have had this conversation before on the podcast. We uh, we both kind of have a theory that when money's tight, they're just going to pull out all of the big classics. Like they'll re-release Pokemon Coliseum, they'll re-release Mario sixty four again, they'll (laughs) re-release again fucking Twilight Princess or something. Like they they only do those things like if they fucking have to, because otherwise, you know, they won't. So we want um. Colosseum. Is it Colosseum that yeah. you said? Yeah. Colosseum next day going about this. Yeah, yeah. Like, we all want that. But do you think if they ever give it to us, they'll give it to us like a remake like they did with Mystery Dungeon? Or do you think they'll give it to us like they gave us Super Mario 3D All Stars? Yeah, it'll be a same game. I it's think it game would... just on a on a cartridge. I think they'd give it the the mystery dungeon treatment just because I don't think that they would ever bundle three or four Pokemon I, games together. I think you're both wrong. <gasps> How dare I, you? I, I think both of them both of them suggestions won't happen. I think Nintendo will think, oh, how do we make more money? Oh, I know. Right? We've got Nintendo 64 on the online subscription. Why don't we add GameCube to it? And that's how they would do it. Because that way then... More people are going to subscribe to it because they want to play. Why would why would they need to sell it or send the game? They'll just ah. put it on the subscription. I, wouldn't, I don't think they'd get. I don't know. I think a lot of people. You're not, you're not thinking about put GameCube on the uh, virtual console. Oh, Mister Flavados, you're missing a trick here because there are a lot of people that are already subscribed to that service and will be getting those games for free like that me. would have paid for them if exactly. they weren't available. Like True. if they True. were to release Colosseum, I would, I would, I would want it. But if they release it on the expansion pass, I already have it. So, you know, that that's... You, you don't know, right? You don't. You're paying monthly for it every single month, right? Uh, I pay annually, but yeah. Oh, fair enough. Well, <laughs> well you're actually, gonna come... actually... You will never fully time. own that game. You will always rent that game. So, you don't... You know, it's yeah, they're constantly so... making money from it. So, it, it, it depends how you look at it. Would they make... Okay, once, here's the question. Would they make more money... From the subscriptions, monthly, 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 early, 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 or would they make more money just from selling the game as a re-release game? Oh, it depends. It really does. Do- it's actually yeah. a really tough question, you know. Like I'm it's thinking hard, about yeah, it. Mm. My my gut is telling me that uh, it depends on. Right. So my answer is it depends on how long this switch is going for. 
if they're and the old, bro, the old games. Sorry to interrupt you, bro, but they are old games. Like, there's a lot of generation people now playing who never knew about these games. They've never oh, played yeah, them because yeah, yeah. they're so old. But so well, there's that factor as well. Yeah, it is. But what what I mean is that like it depends on how long the Switch is going to be continued to run for before they upgrade to the next console. Because like, what's the point in releasing these games now when there's only like two years to cash in on the subscription model? If they needed like a temporary cash boost and they wanted to get a big chunk of sales in very quickly, they'd release it as a standalone game or they would do it as like a, a live subscription, like live service model on the new system. I I don't know. There's a lot of things in play. Nintendo are very unpredictable. Knowing us, they'll just release the fucking Virtual Boy 2 or something. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be... A, I mean, if they do make the Switch 2 and they make it so, you know, you can't have backwards compatibility... A great way to get people to play that console is have virtual console, but with GameCube games, right? That that would mm-hmm. be a hell of a way to get people to get the new console. I mean, it'd be oh, yeah. scumbag practice, but yeah. So beside the point, Nintendo, um, crazy company, but we love them because without them, um, our favourite little Italian plumber. I wouldn't say we love them. It's more Stockholm syndrome at this point. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but to answer, the, to answer the original question, we believe that a pro will not be coming out this generation, right? It'll probably just be the, yeah. the next or whatever they make. Okay. Um, right. So this one, we don't need to go into too deep. We can just talk about it. Pokemon bootlickers and Pokemon haters. Um, it's... Uh, do you adore this franchise? Do you hate this franchise? Do you lie somewhere in the middle? Chad, you answer that question. I think that... Nobody hates Pokemon fans more than Pokemon fans. He's <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> but I do like, I, I I do love this franchise, yeah. So would, do you love it more than you hate it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying right, to think about BDSP. Yeah. Okay. Can you, can you think of anything negative to do with the Pokemon franchise? <laughs> Just make, oh, is, it, is this a survey? Like two hours? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm going somewhere with it. <laughs> okay, yes, BDSP. Right, well, unfortunately, you're not allowed to represent Joe Merrick because he loves everything about the franchise. No, I'm joking. I'm joking, Joe. I'm joking. But <laughs> the reason why I talk about this... sitting up for a 24-hour live stream. Oh, it, I fucking love that. It, it's... There's... Um, will constantly defend this franchise and everything they do. And there's a lot of people who despise it. Um, I don't get both sides, I'll be honest. I, I, I'm, I'm with Chad. I like this franchise. I really love Pokemon. But I won't defend a billion-dollar fucking organisation for, for making it's stupid bad. You'll say it's bad. BDSP. Yeah. Right. It's good. You'll say it's good. So, okay. obviously, like, we don't have any kind of sort of our external influence on us, like for our opinions. So we're unfiltered here. Like we're not in the pocket of some gaming corporation. So we can say what we want. You know, Joe Merrick has, uh, jo- Joe Merrick like makes his money through Cerebi. Like he yeah. makes his money entirely off of the Pokemon community. And he knows at any minute the Pokemon community could, you know, the company, sorry, the Pokemon company could turn around and say, we don't like your site. We want you to shut down. At which point he is in trouble. So I think that if you're looking to Joe Merrick, the webmaster of Cerebi.net for impartiality, 
you're barking up the wrong tree. He's obviously like he. I'll be. I'll give. I'll be fair to Joe. He has in the past criticized Pokemon. In fact, he's very, very critical of Niantic. He's very critical of some of Go's decisions. But I don't think you should be looking to him for impartiality because he's obviously going to make money. The only reason he's impartial when it comes to Niantic because he just does not cover the. Okay, he covers the game on Cerebi, but not the stats. You can't build a team on Pokemon Go based off Cerebi. You could for the main series, but definitely not not based off Cerebi. Cerebi, like you would not go to Cerebi for Pokemon Go. Maybe to see what events are happening, yeah, but not not to see you know the stats in the game and everything else. You would not go to Cerebi for it. You you nah. would go for PV Poke for build. So of course that. But I agree with you, Andrew. Right. He's not going to be impartial when it comes to the main series because, as you've just said, it's where he makes most of his revenue. The only reason he's impartial when it comes to Pokemon Go is because not many people go to his site for Pokemon Go. Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly, but you, you can't like the amount of people that it's go. It's not to his joke. fault. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, it's it, you know, it's not his fault. Like, and the, the stupid thing is, he's in a bit of a catch twenty two because he can't come out and say, "I am." not impartial i'm going to be overly defensive of of pokemon and i'm going to stick up for them because i'm in the pocket of them and i'm you know i'm praying that they don't dmca me or whatever like he can't say that because if he does then he loses all credibility with people so he has to at least try to keep up some kind of like veil of i'm being honest this is my unfiltered opinion but you know, if, you've got to be smarter than that, people. Not not you guys, because I know you're fucking. You know, you would be oh, mad. If you, yeah, I'm mad like intelligent. He inadvertently <laughs> works for them, isn't it? Like he can't say anything bad about it and then go right up and check. If he if he starts slagging off Pokemon, people aren't going to check out his website. Well, no, if he if he starts slagging off Pokemon, I don't think that's the issue. Like people will still go to his website, but the issue is that obviously they're not. Cerebi isn't an official Pokemon licensed thing, yeah. is it? So there is every, it's the same with Pokemon Showdown, the, the online simulator. There is every chance that Nintendo and the Pokemon company could come up and be like, hey, Joe, you can't do this anymore. You're infringing on our copyright. You must take your, your site down now. And then that's everything is worked for down. So he has to straddle a really fine line. Uh, okay, here's, here's what I'm trying to say, right? Here's the whole point of me bringing it up is it's not the fact that Joe won't Say what's bad about the franchise. That don't bother me. It's the fact that he spends half of his day on Twitter arguing with people who have negative takes on the game. That's my problem. It's when you unapologetically, constantly, you know, um, say, oh, well, no, they couldn't do this because of this. Oh, well, no, that, that's not a reason for this not happening. You know, the whole sword issue. Oh, but it's not realistic to have over 700 Pokemon in one game. Oh, fuck off. They literally added nearly 300 Pokemon in the DLC. You're telling me they couldn't have added the, the the rest to the game. There was only like, what, 100 and somewhat left to add before the whole decks would have been in? Of course they could. It's just the, the arguments of, for namesakes, for, you know, that that's what bothers me. It's the, the constant sticking up. I'm not saying, you know, Joe's entitled to his opinion, but it always seems like the majority of his opinion is for the game. And there's a lot of people that get influenced by that, you know. It, it, that's what I'm trying to say. If that makes any sense, yeah, yeah, I, I don't. But, think... mm, but no. on on the flip side, going away from Joe, you've got haters, people who constantly make videos um, hating the franchise. You know, any game that comes out, there's nothing good about it. it, it, it there's always clickbait titles going. 
step one step forward, two steps back, right? For Legends Arceus, you know, they they cannot praise the game. They have to constantly make negative uh, takes on the game, like a, a few of them, like Distant Kingdom is one of them. Oh, don't them. don't yeah. talk to me about that fucking weird but, fucking child predator. I don't want to talk about him. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we're not getting into it, but I'm saying there's, there's people out there that will choose to make constantly negative opinions and people out there... Now, do you know who I think is actually one of the most impartial people who will actually say his honest opinion? Flubberdash. No, no, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, thank you. Thank you, everyone. I'm, I'm, here, all, I'm here all week. No, um, I, I clown on him a lot, but when it comes to Pokemon, he always shares his opinion. It yeah, it, it actually yeah. is. Like, I, I he, rate him for that. We, It's exactly yeah. as you say. We joke about him and take the piss every now and then. That, that's just like a good-hearted meme. Like... We have had our criticisms of, of, of A Drive, but I have nothing but respect for the way he will voice his opinion when he needs to. I mean, I you can't really say anything more than that on that. Yeah, no, definitely. It's like the whole um it, it's it's like the whole, you know, the the gym skating level in Scotland. It's you know, like A Drive saying this game should have uh scaling levels, it really should. There's no reason to why it shouldn't. It's an open world RPG. Do you know what I mean? But we're meant to be able to do what we want in Scarlet and Violet, yeah? But you still have to follow a set path because there's no level scaling. To make the game make sense, you need to follow it a certain path or it's just, it's weird. And uh, the reason why I say that, again, it, like, okay, here's what I mean. In, in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, there's two gyms that have level 10 Pokemon, right? There's two gyms that have level 20 Pokemon, Right? To me, that's completely unbalanced. Completely unbalanced. It's ridiculous. By the time you beat the level 10 gym and you've made your way to the other gym, you're going to be far too overleveled. I, yeah, I really... You'll, you'll stomp through them. You'll absolutely stomp through them. You know, so I think I think level scaling would have made would, would have really helped this game. I really think it would have. Do, do I think it's trash because it's not got it? No, no. I just think... I agree with A-Drive's take that level scaling really needed to be in this game for it to have made sense, right? I completely agree, yeah. It's um, it's a weird one. It is a weird one. But yeah, bootlickers and haters. So again, I'm not trying to come at Joe for that. I- I'm just coming at the people that they're all on one side. I-, I-, I prefer the middle take, you know, like what you like, but be open and honest about things, you know, again, without, again, as Wansi said, some people can't help because they are influenced by, you know, their livelihood, I suppose, for example. Um, but yeah. Um, bootlickers and haters. That that was that topic. That was a fun one. And um, before we go on to basically just the final thoughts on Scarlet and Violet, um, ones you played Temtem, right? Uh, mate, I'm not going to lie. I picked up the game for an hour earlier because I haven't had chance to. But I have played Temtem very briefly. What are your very brief thoughts? Um. There are a lot of really weird decisions that this game has made. Like it, it's really, really weird. The men, like I've got it on Switch. The menu um, is really strange. It's almost like the buttons aren't quite synced up properly. Like traversing through the menus is really odd. The fact that everyone is online constantly next to you, like the wild area, is really weird. And I haven't. I don't know if you can turn that off or not. But nope, you cannot. It's an MMO. That's so weird. I, yeah, it's strange. I mean, I mean, I'm sure it'll be cool once you've like beat the story and stuff. Like, I'm sure it'll make more sense then. It'll be fun to play. But when I'm just getting my starter, 
and I'm seeing some fucker running around with like his level one billion point like temtem. It's just it's weird, uh, and it's a it does take a while to load through cutscenes. So th- those are like my very brief initial thoughts. Like as soon as I got into the grass and started fighting the wild temtem, it was immediately like okay, this might have something to it, but I have to hold. I have to reserve judgment for now. Yeah. No, that's fine. No, uh, um, obviously, I'm going to ask you because uh, the only reason why I ask is because you said to me a few days that you was going to get it on that day, so I thought maybe I'd, I'd yeah. try. And... I so did I, buy I it that day. You want to say again? Sorry, I, I did. I did buy it that day, and I did download it. Then I just literally haven't had a chance oh, to play it yet. <laughs> no, no, that's cool. That's cool, Chad. I know. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that you probably won't play this game, right? I was going to say, is that because it's not Pokemon or Mario? Wait. <laughs> but I'm gonna be honest. I've not seen much about it. I've seen. I think it was you play it for. I think I was in the stream for two minutes while I was on my break in work. Other than that, I've not seen anything. It's yeah. It, it's I've played it for a bit. Um, I've got past like the second dojo. It's basically a gym. Um, there. I agree with Onesie's take. There's some very weird decisions. It seems it feels like they're trying so hard not to be Pokemon, while the main concepts of the game are Pokemon. It's yeah. uh, it's eight gym badges, eight dojos, three starters, three Temtem. Um, you know, four moves, four moves. It, it, it's mm. a bizarre, it's a bizarre thing. It's you're trying so hard not to. Be, it's like Saint Row trying not to be GTA. It, yeah. It's you know, it, it, it's one of them, but. There are some good things about Temtem um, that I think Pokemon could learn from. And I think what ones I think you will enjoy it because it's very difficult. It's Ooh, it, I like that. It's very difficult, a very difficult game. There's loads of strategy. It's doubles though the whole way through. So don't know if you're gonna be a fan of that. Um, but I, I loved Colosseum and Gale of Darkness, which was doubles, right? So, you know, it's not the first. RPG I've played within a monster catching where you've got like a double versus double, I suppose. I don't mind doubles. I genuinely don't. It's, uh, yeah, I, it'll be interesting. It'll teach me a new skill set. Yeah, man, I'm interested to hear your take. Um, once you've played it more, just let me know. And, uh, you know, we can talk about it on the number when we've got a bit more time. But uh, we're going to go into the main meat of the podcast. We'll probably fly through this bit, though, to be fair. So, and... this is the main meat. I've been going for uh, almost two hours, bro. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the Chad effect. Last time it was on, that one was three hours as well. It so, was. Yeah, but no, I've got no. I was going to say what we were talking about, but if I mention it, we'll just sit, sit here for another hour talking about it again. Oh, that's right, true. Are we, are we, should we watch Twin Needle Needles video about <laughs> Adrian going for a drive? Is that is that what we're going to do? Try the cliff key. I feel sorry because once he tried his best just to put that podcast back on its rails, but me and you are just too far gone. Yeah, no, <laughs> at one point I just succumbed and I'm like, yeah, I'm joining none of this shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so right, Wanzi, please do your normal spoiler uh, announcement, please. Right. So for everybody who enjoys playing games without knowing anything about the game beforehand. This is your official warning. If you do not want to be spoiled for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, then you are a little fucking idiot, and I swear to God I will fight you outside Tesco's round by the bins using nothing but a rusty lead pipe and a pair of nail scissors. Okay? Cool. Um, We probably will get sued for that one there. Uh, But... (laughs) 
still. Chad, now, um, before going, because I want to respect, like, with ones here, I tend to respect what spoilers he doesn't want to hear about. Is there anything specifically you don't want to know? Um, story we don't talk about, so that that's already... I don't want to know anything to do with Scarlet or Violet. Oh, you fucked me, because um, unfortunately, sir, that's... Uh... <laughs> uh, to be honest, I've heard the past two episodes that you've mentioned spoilers, so... Oh, you're fine, then. You know the whole game. Yeah, right? pretty much. Uh... <laughs> I'd try my best to give the, you know, a very, very obvious spoiler warning. So how on earth have you still ended up getting spoiled for it? Because I want to support your work. You're a barefaced liar. What are you, you talking can. about? No, no, you can. <laughs> for those that are listening to the podcast now, before we have spoken about the spoilers, if you would like to support us, but you don't want to listen to this part, that's fine. Share this on Twitter. Share this to all your friends. Send it to your nan. Say, Nan, listen to these beautiful, gorgeous men um, talk about Pokemon. And she'd love it. Your Nan would love it. Your granddad would love it. Even your crackhead friend who sells you inappropriate things, he would love to listen to it. Share it on all social platforms. And uh, get the trainer lounge out there, man. This the most. In- we are the most impartial podcast on Pokemon. We say it how it is, how we see it. We're never influenced by no one or anyone. It's the real deal, right? Especially yeah, with the main deal family members and sharing it hiya mrs mac oh yeah Ma- yeah ones did you know about that uh, max mom has listened to the podcast oh <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry Chris she's amazing it's brilliant i, I don't know who listen to this max mom if you are you are fantastic and she uh she hated his meal deal it she was fantastic out when you mentioned spoilers yeah oh, disappointing disappointing but you know what shout out to max mom She's a, she's a real one. We 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 all stand Max mom. She's the real one, and she knows the real meal deal. Okay, uh, Mac does not, unfortunately. Max is very weak. Yeah. Uh, Max right, is such a bad meal deal, bro. Yeah, Max Max was unfortunately. We've not had a lot of great ones. I'll be honest. Um, right, let's get into this then. Um, anything I say and people don't want to hear, I'm very sorry. It is what it is. But there's not a lot. There's not a lot. I mean, we'll probably be able to fit it in within the next five minutes, unless you two just want to say anything particularly about it right scarlet violet you will face five titans in the game if you saw in the trailer the um the crab the big crab pokemon that was a titan you will face five of them in the game and again like the gyms they don't scale in level so you unless you just challenge the harder ones first right um Quite a lot of Pokemon will ambush you in the wild unexpectedly. They will just charge out of you out of nowhere. Similar to Sword and Shield, but apparently a lot more annoying, according to some leakers. If you run from a Pokemon, it will stay in the overworld. So let's say you accidentally run from a Shiny, it will still be there in the overworld. Um, there's no story blocks in the game, but certain parts will require Coraidon uh, and Maraidon's riding abilities. So you can pretty much do what you want in the game. There's not like a stupid NPC blocking your path. You can go anywhere you like as long as you've got the ability to get there. Probably similar to Legends Arceus, right? I think it wasn't that the same sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I get very Legends Arceus vibes from this. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Yeah, it is. It is. There's uh, two level 10 gyms, two level 20 gyms, a level 30 gym, a level 40 gym, 30, uh, sorry, 45 and then 50. So, seems slightly unbalanced, in my opinion. To me, it would have made sense maybe having a level 5, then a 10, then a 15, then a 20. To me, that would have made more sense. Imagine a level 5 gym. 
I mean, it, you, you could have that could have been part of the story, right? You pick your starter, then you're instantly in the gym to test your battle merits, and then you're given a badge. I, I, that would have been cool. Beside the point, um, Giraffe Rig's evolution will be a palindrome name. Yes, that's what we wanted. It has to be, doesn't it? A lot of people are saying it's uh, what was it, Faragarag or something? Faragarag, Faragaraf, Faragaraf, I think. So it's it's on it's on Twitter. I can't remember the name. Um, now this is uh, ones you might want to know. This there is twenty five to forty new abilities. Oh, new abilities, competitive. I mean, there's always the they always add abilities which are identical to other abilities, just with a different name. Um, and like protein and uh, whatever score bunnies, hidden uh, Cinderace's hidden abilities. Libero. Yeah, he's that the exact same thing. As you know what's funny? Probably. Like uh, the uh, the name for the the ability Libero is so stupid because a Libero in in football is a defender that it's like a sweeper. Like or, like score bunny's supposed to be this like super powerful striker that's you know able to shoot the ball really strong. It's really quick, but Libero is like a defender, so it it's it makes no sense. It's strange. It's strange. Um. And there are between 50 and 65 new moves in the game. Um, according to Kaka, shinies are overworld. It is not like Sword and Shield. You don't need to encounter them. They will, If they are shiny, they will show a shiny in the overworld. So that, that to me, changes a lot when it comes to shiny hunting for a lot of people. No more root hunt, mate. Well, I suppose you could, but it's not as hard <laughs> as uh, Sword and Shield. The DLC... Will expand on a terrestrial gimmick by giving not giving certain Pokemon like different terrestrial hats. So that's a thing. Um, there's 170 confirmed returning Pokemon, 60 leaked returning, and 105 total brand new Pokemon, including Paradox forms. I gotta ask, my dude. Is yeah. Bonette in the game? Is Bonette in the game? Um, I don't know. I, I actually don't know. I really don't know. I can get back to you. I'm sorry for not knowing the answer, but I don't know. I'll have to have a look. I don't think so, but it could be. It could be. It could be. Sad times. Breaking my heart, bro. But yes, I, let's, I, let's continue. Bro, Badoof's not even in the game, so it is what it is. Sudowoodo is. <laughs> yeah, Chad's just like, yeah, fuck you too. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sudowoodo has a starring role. Um, oh, he looks so and, good. He does, and he's a, gym, he's a gym leader's Pokemon, and I cannot wait to destroy him. Um, <laughs> uh, new breeding mechanics. So for those that don't know, breeding has been completely overhauled for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, eggs hatch in incubators, and you can wait. Uh, and apparently, war- it's speculated that walking might help like the normal games. But with these, with this new breeding mechanic, eggs will be placed in an incubator, and you just leave them there. And um, apparently, it takes nearly two hours to hatch an egg so yeah so that that may may be like a passive shiny hunting method instead of having to get eggs it, they just get put in an incubator for you again a lot's to be seen on whether how many incubators you can have can you upgrade them or you know well what what's it going to be we don't know too much about it so but uh boys obviously before we wrap up what's your takes and all that information anything you want to touch on or whatever chad i'll, I'll ask you I've said it before and I'll say it again. Greatest Pokemon games ever created. <laughs> Do you know what? I said to Chad, 
And I think, Chad, you remember, I said to you on, when you were streaming, I said, if these games have overworld China, they have mm-hmm. the potential to be the greatest games. Mm-hmm. Um, I will stick to that opinion. Now, again, if it had level scaling, I would call this top tier. I'm I'm to be seeing how the game balances out because that was the that was the negative thing about Sword and Shield DLC because it never had level scaling it just seemed weird because everyone's team was like level hundreds by that point um, so you know it, again ones what 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 do you think I think that from everything I've seen and all of the public reaction from the leakers and what they think the game is going to be like. They've all been saying nothing but positive things about it. Now, yeah. there, there may have been like the odd, oh, this Pokemon looks really weird sort of deal. But like on the whole, people are saying and without any kind of specific spoilers, the story is really good. The game feels really good to play. There's a lot to do in it. And they just feel like good Pokemon games. So the leaks in a weird way for me have actually expanded my hype rather than ruining it for me. So I'm actually really excited and hopefully these leakers aren't bullshitting us and we actually have some really good Pokemon games on our hands. I I did forget to touch on one thing. I've not wrote it down, but it's just come to mind. Um, There is also a new auto training method in the game where you will just send your Pokemon out into the wild and your Pokemon will just go and fight wild Pokemon on its own. You don't have to follow it. You can just go and do what you want. Uh, and there was a funny story panel someone put on Twitter of a trainer sending a Palkia out into the wild. And I have literally it. got that up as we speak. That is literally <laughs> on my phone as you said that. <laughs> and Palkia is just spatial rending everything in the wild. It's oh, they're great. picking up some flowers. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Um, but a lot of people are worried that imagine you send out your, I don't know, you send out Fuecoco. Or Sprigatito, because let's be honest, if you're a real person, you're gonna you're gonna get Sprigatito. Um, imagine it just kills a shiny when you're not there. That's that's nightmare fuel. That really is. Um, so, Chad, uh, before I actually wrap up with the shinies being overworld, me and you are both prolific shiny hunters. Right, it's our main thing, I'd say. Yeah. Now, I remember asking you before, would you rather it be like Sword and Shield where you have to encounter it? Mm-hmm. Or you rather, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you said you'd rather encounters than Overworld. Mm-hmm. Um, is that opinion changed? Or how is how do you feel knowing that it is Overworld? Um, I still wish it was like Sword and Shield, only because on Arceus I get so many shinies that are the same ones I already have. And obviously you can't do a route challenge really because... You can't do it in encounters because you just sit there and wait. Um, obviously, let's go and Arceus are good for shinies, but in terms of shiny hunting, I rather encounters like Sword and Shield. Do you know what I think they can do to fix it? And I, I re- I've been thinking about this a lot. I think I think overall encounters are fantastic. The only problem people have with how easy it is to get a shiny. Now, the easy solution is increase the odds again. Bang. Increase the odds again. Oh, increase them. Sorry, like decrease the odds of finding a shiny, shall I yeah, say? Yeah. Sorry, not increase the odds, decrease the odds. So have it back before Gen 6, where it was one in 8,000, and then there's your problem solved. And then when you get the shiny charm, it's one in 4,000. So it's not it's not too easy. It's not like broken like Legends Arceus. You know, it's, um, it's, it's fairly balanced, in my opinion, if they do that. But will they? Probably not. I know that we're near the end, but I've got to hop off now. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. Uh, we're we're going to wrap up now anyway. So thank you for coming on, man. No worries. Thank you for having me. Two hours again. 
You know what it's like for Chad Curse. Yeah, yeah, the Chad guy. It happens. Yeah, we, yeah, man. If you if you didn't have to nip off, you know we'd be here for another couple of hours just yes. talking shit. <laughs> a drive going for a drive. Johnny Clifkey. We'll be back before we crack the end on, of the year. We crack on. Uh, hopefully we're back again before the end of the year, if you'll have me. Absolutely. Right, nice one. I will catch you both later. Catch you later, my dude. Peace. And it was just the two of us. <laughs> we can make it anyway. Once that was a decent one, I think. I weren't too bad. Um, we started up, but um, once I'll let you do the outro. I spoke a lot. I want you to. Oh, you can do the I am. Stuff. I am absolutely honoured. I feel like I had quite a lot to say in this one. But yes, um, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Trainer Lounge podcast. Thank you very much to our guest Chad for coming on. I'm not even going to try and say his his actual name because it's like Chad Ji Thirty. I think is that right? Yeah. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, thank you very much for Chad JI30 for gracing us with his presence. Thank you very much to the one, the only Mr. Flubberdos. 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 <laughs> Man, I can't speak. Flubberdos, mate. It doesn't show up to work. He's Flubberdos. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you very much for hosting. It's a pleasure as always. Thank you to everyone for listening. You're all amazing. And we will be back next week with another amazing episode, hopefully with the one, the only Super Salamence 93, who will be here gracing us with his amazing team builder knowledge. But yes, thank you, Mr. Flobadosh. Thank you for being a legend. No problem, man. Peace out, everyone. Cool. Peace out. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Trainer Lounge Pokemon Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to follow us over on Twitter at Trainer Lounge. In order to stay up to date, be informed when the latest episodes go live.